Good evening from the AIS Arena in Canberra for night two of the Australia Day weekend double headers in the nation's capital. Tonight, the AIS hosts the Perth Lynx as the students attempt to win three games on the trot in the WNBL for the first time in five years. John Keogh courtside for Sport Radio, joined by Simon Peters for this round 16 match. Simon, one of the few occasions the AIS go into a match as the red-hot favourites. Yeah, and they fully deserve to tonight too, John. They had a great game last night against uh, the Bulleen Boomers. It was a very physical encounter. Uh, normally they're the sort of games that the AIS tends to struggle with being younger players. They tend to take that, that physicality a bit personally sometimes and then get a bit flustered and a bit upset. But they just took it all in their stride last night and they played a, a really great game against a, a quality lineup. Recapping the results from last night at Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra, it was the AIS defeating the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers 75 points to 71 and the other match last night that followed at Southern Cross Stadium. The Canberra Capitals, far too strong for the Perth Lynx, winning 89 points to 56. Perth, they've got a few injury concerns. Not at full strength, Simon. It's going to be tough work for them tonight. Yeah, really huge ask uh, this whole weekend. They came over here without Carly Wilson, without Eleanor Haring and without Melissa Marsh. And that's, you know, that's a, a core of their starting five, really. Um, big, yeah, big ask for them. That being said, they... Uh, they you know, were never really going to win against the Capitals last night, but uh, they didn't. They could have very easily just sort of laid down and, uh, and not even tried, but they took it to them and they played very, very good basketball. Well, Michelle Hocking is courtside. She's going to be chatting to the coaches. Here she is with the AIS coach, Dean Kinsman. Dean, game two for the weekend. You guys had a pretty good win last night. Yeah, it was an awesome win, actually. Uh, look, we're really trying to capitalise off of that and take some momentum from last night's game into this. And uh, again, it's an important game for us because it keeps us moving to the right end of the season. And Frances, she had a really good second half for you guys last night. I think she made 11 in the third quarter at three at half time and just kept going from there. And good on the boards as well. Yeah, look, we were pleased with that. She, uh, yeah, she was a little down in the first half. She's feeling a bit unwell at half time, but. You know, the tempo of the game lifted and she lifted with it and she was a major contributor in that third quarter, you know, seven down and it's got momentum for us and, and I was really pleased because it was a physical contest so it was, uh, you know, it was a good one to win. And how have you pulled up? You've got no sort of injuries or niggles that you need to be concerned about tonight? No, we think we're pretty good. Uh, like the advantage of being here for us is the routine's pretty pretty set and the girls can, uh, have got the opportunity to recover in our recovery centre and yeah, a, you know, they sleep in their own bed and so forth like that, so it's, it's pretty normal for them, so they'll be fine. Okay, and Perth had a tough night out last night. Did you get to see any of the game? Yeah, we watched the first part of it and then I went home and watched it later on and uh, yeah, look, obviously their size-wise and a, a few out that they have is going to hurt them a little bit in the interior game. And, um, but again, you know, like it's happened before in sport, you, you never underestimate people that are down on, on numbers and they just come out and fight and expect that tonight. And your focus for the game, is it, uh, you know, get out and run the floor, make them get up and down the floor hard, or is it, you know, grind away in the half court? Well, we, we definitely think we got the advantage fitness-wise and up and down the floor. We want to make it a 40-minute game. Um, I've given our girls, a, a, you know, a real focus defensively. We want to knuckle down there and, and really do a good job on some of their key personnel, which uh, give us an opportunity, we feel, get on the defensive boards and Anyone knows that if you win the defensive boards, it gives you opportunity to run, and, and we're a good running team, so uh, hopefully we can exploit that. Who's got the Sammy Richards matchup? Uh, we'll start with, you know, normal, normal process for us. Uh, Nikki Hunt will, will match there, but, you know, don't be surprised during the course of the game because we've got a lot of options there. We can throw a couple of taller, taller two men on top of her, quite athletic, Steph Cumming and Nikki Martin. 
um, which is really good, good for us because we've got a few more options this year, which is excellent. Thanks for your time. Good luck. No worries. Thanks. Game two on the road for you guys this weekend, and it was a tough night out last night. Uh, pretty tough night. Very happy with the endeavour and the performance overall. Um, our shooting percentage hurt us, so I think may, I don't, it wasn't panic. It's just we missed lots of easy shots, and I think that's probably a function of having to do more work uh, in certain areas. Um, and it's been a, something that's haunted us all year, actually, our, our lowest shooting percentage. Um, you know, it's probably something we can't really address that straight away. We, we need to hope that our shots drop tonight and make a bit of difference on the scoreboard. Absolutely, and you're right. You've, for the last three quarters, you only went down by a handful of points in each quarter. The first quarter really hurt you and set the game up for the Cats, but the girls did um, show some endeavour, so that is really the positive to come out of last night and take in tonight. Oh, absolutely. As a coach, I told them afterwards that I was pretty happy. I've been... Uh, uh, probably got into them a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, which I think they deserved. Um, they obviously didn't, but uh, those sorts of things happen. Um, in the first quarter, we had, we, you know, we shot four of 25. You get 25 shots is quite amazing. It means we were doing lots of things that are, were very good, but not able to just put the ball in the hole cost you dearly. You, mean that you need to put pressure on them by the scoreboard. So you can get all the shots in the world. If you can't hit any, there's not going to be a lot of pressure put on them. So looking at tonight, uh, the girls, how have they pulled up? You got any injuries or niggles out of last night? No, just the normal bruises and stiffness and soreness. No, nothing of any significance at all, which is good, thank God. And so what's the focus going to be tonight? Obviously, the AIS are coming off a good win last night um, and you guys are looking to what, contain them, their transition game or what's, what's the focus? You know, well, transition for them sometimes is very good. Uh, other times it's not so good. Depends on, again, what sort of pressure they're under and whether they're thinking. They're uh, young kids. Hopefully we can rattle them with a few things. Um, look, we just need to stop their big shooting, uh, stop their bigs inside, need to stop their shooters outside. That's basically the game plan. Pretty simple, isn't it? Very, very tough to do. Very tough. Well, good luck for tonight. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thank you. Pleasure always. Michelle Hocking catching up with the coach of the Perth Lynx, Joe McKay there. Well, the starting fives are about to make their way out onto the court. In fact, the AIS are out there. Starting for the shoot tonight, Kayla Francis, Mariana Tolo, Katie Ebsbury, Mia Newley, and also Nicole Hunt, who will be playing the point guard role. Starting five making their way out onto the court for the Perth Lynx. And there's a few less household names, shall we say, in the starting five for the Perth Lynx because of the injuries. We've got Kelly out there. Boyanchi, also Richards going out there, Samuels, as well as Mia Vilovic. So the starting fives are out on the court. It's going to be Boyanic against Mariana Tolo in the jump ball here at the AIS Arena underway. Good tap down there from Boyanic, and the Perth Lynx come away with the first effective possession of the night. Sam Richards running the floor for them, averaging 13 points a game this season. She's going to have to be a big contributor tonight. Pulls up at the foul line. Good defence from Nicole Hunt. She's got the early job, as Dean Kinsman indicated, on Sam Richards. Richards works it inside. Boyanich blocked, though, by Mariana Tolo. Francis penetrating dribble down the court. Unselfishly passes it to Ebsery under the ring. Back to Francis. Couldn't put the... Laying in, though, down the court. Here comes Mia Vilovic. Down the right-hand side to the wing. Gets the pass underneath the basket to Kelly. Kelly now in the right-hand corner. She was fouled as she put the shot up. I think Katie Ebsbury was the culprit there. She was her first foul and the first foul of the match. No score on the board as yet. We've played 40 seconds. Yeah, Tanya Kelly was, was pretty impressive last night. She's come over here and, and had to start against arguably one of the better backcourts in the league with the Canberra. Capitals, and uh, you know she held her own. She was pretty good. Sam Richards, uh, you know, is a great leader, and, and you could see a bit of a mentoring role going on there last night. But um, 
it's just a fantastic opportunity for these guys to play at this level and, and to uh, have the have the chance to really step up their game. Tanya Kelly successful on one of the two attempts. The second didn't drop, and it's knocked out of court on the Perth link. So Institute ball, defensive baseline, newly has it, offloads it quickly to Hunt. Penetrating dribble down the centre of the AOS arena. Now pulls out. Francis sets the screen. Now she gives it to Francis to Newley. Triple territory. Her foot was on the line. She made the bucket anyway. Hit three triples last night. That was only a double, Simon, but good shooting anyway. Yeah, if, uh, if Perth watched the game at all last night, they'd be not wanting to leave Newley alone anywhere. Give, basically give her any room anywhere on the court. It was see Boyanich just shoot about a 15-foot jump shot there and gets Perth on the board. Three points to two, the Perth Lynx lead the AIS. Hunt with the ball in the front court, working it to Tolo, passing it around, offloading now to Ebsery, underneath the basket to, Mer- uh, to Francis. Couldn't make the bucket though, here's Kelly with the penetrating dribble down the court again, going to centre, relaying it off to a teammate in Mia Vilovic, being guarded by Newley, pulls up on the dribble, feeds it to Samuels, right hand baseline, works her way into the key, oh. big block from Francis, great defence, the Lynx though regain the ball, 8 seconds on the shot clock here for Kelly to try and manufacture something, it's with Richards, pulls up at the J, juggled in and out, didn't get the shooter's role that she probably deserved, pass back from Boyanich as Richards drives to the basket, she's fouled, good work there from the Perth Lynx. Yeah, just good persistence, um, we saw a lot of that last night with Sam Richards, the Capitals put a lot of energy into shutting her down last night. They uh, rotated their their defensive assignments on her all night, so uh, you know, the, no one really got tired sort of staying on her for the whole game, but she's a powerhouse and she's a, a, a big driving force in this team. It's good to see her out there. Richards, a 78% shooter at the free throw line, makes the first. She's another one of the long line of players we've got currently playing in the league who told they might not be ever played again after injuries, so... Uh, Sam's been plagued through her career with knee injuries. Uh, quite a few ended up dislocating a knee in 2006, so it's great to see her out there. There's a couple of the Canberra Capitals players walking here into the AIS Arena. Jess Bibby and Natalie Hurst. They'll be lining up at 8 o'clock tonight for the Canberra Capitals who are taking on the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Meanwhile, Richards was successful with both of her free throws. Five points to two, the Perth lead. There's a foul at the other end of the court. It's going to be an AIS inbound pass on the offensive baseline. Newly to take it. Tolo setting up being double teamed though. Gets the inbound pass now to Ebsbury on the triple line to Hunt. Oh, great little pass from Hunt. A lob pass into Tolo was terrific. And she put it in off the glass. Tolo was good last night. Didn't get a lot of points on the board, but she was fairly heavily involved at both ends of the floor. Mariana Tolo coming off a 14 point game last time against Perth so she'll be looking to back that up again tonight here's Kelly releases from just inside the perimeter and nothing but net. Well Perth straight away are shooting a hell of a lot better than they did last night. They really struggled to put the ball in the hole as we heard Joe McKay talking about with Michelle earlier. Seven points to four. The Lynx lead the AIS at the moment. Seven minutes 20 remaining. Newly nearly lost the dribble. Picked it back up. Gave it to Hunt. The lob pass again to Tyler. That's going to be a common play tonight. Successful two in a row. Definitely. I mean, the AIS will be looking to go inside all night. Seven points to six. The Lynx lead. Richards goes all the way herself. Fouled by Nicole Hunt. Was there an attempt of a shot there? Let's wait on the call from referee Damien Nemeth. It's before the shot. You can see the see the respect that uh, the girls have for Sam Richards. She's just a little bit of shake and bake through the key there. Draw four defenders pretty much closing in on her as she uh, went out for that shot. Here she is again. 
Picking up the dribble, passes inside to Samuels, uses a glass effectively, and Perth up to nine points to a six lead. It's one of Richard's strengths, she's a great deliverer of the ball, she's so quick that she demands that attention and is then able to get rid of it if she gets too much heat on herself. Down to 15 seconds on the shot clock for the Institute, Ebsuri fed it into Tolo, so they're looking to her at every opportunity, Mariana Tolo, she's fouled underneath the basket, and Perth are on their second team foul for this first quarter. The RAS already have three team fouls for the quarter, six minutes 45 to play. Francis checking back into the game, newly takes a sit down, slaps hands with her teammates there on the AIS bench. Marina Tolo at the line, already up to four points Tolo, the leading scorer for the AIS for Perth. Tanya Kelly the leading scorer with three points. Tolo makes the first free throw at the line, she's very good, third in the league from the free throw line, shooting it at 82% this season, and makes the second. And Simon, that's an area where she's vastly improved on from last season. Yeah, she's uh, another one, I mean, one and a, and a bevy of the AIS players that have really grown their He's game and their maturity. Sam Richards just blows through the AIS defence there, right hand down the lane and makes the layup. 11-8, the Lynx lead the AIS, so promising start. This is what Joe McKay, the coach of the Lynx, was looking for, the girls to shoot the ball better in the first quarter. They weren't able to last night, 7 of 25 in the first quarter. Here's Nikita Martin. Wide open, just about two feet above the free throw line, so a really good cut there to get into that open space and an easy shot for her. A career high, 12 points against the Perth Lynx. Last time these two teams met back in round 14 for Nikita Martin. Kelly releases from triple range, can't hit it. Tolo rips down the rebound. Transition basketball here from the AIS. Ebsuri on the crossover dribble, now works it towards the right-hand corner. Finds Hunt free at the tri- perimeter, gets it to Martin. She releases from the left-hand corner and drains the triple. She's up for five She's points. <laughs> Yeah, neither of those shots looked like missing. Both times she's found herself fairly alone, so that's good news for the AIS, not so good news for Perth. And the AIS now regain the lead, 13 points to 11, five and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter. Drew Meads calls a foul. Timeout called by Joe McKay, the coach of the Perth Lynx. He wants to sit down, have a bit of a talk about it with his young girls, but Simon, he'd be fairly at ease with how the girls have started in this first quarter. Absolutely, they've started very well. They've been able to, uh, I think, use some of that inexperience against the AIS. We've, we've seen on a number of occasions now Sam Richards with the ball at the top of the key. She makes that first penetration in and it's almost, uh, oh, a couple of them haven't looked good, almost sort of under 10 ball. You see four people running at the ball, panicking to, to stop that penetration from Richards. And she's such a good deliverer of the ball. She's been able to kick it into Samuels on one occasion, out to Bojanic on another occasions. And uh, I think Dean will be saying, you know, she's good. She's not that good. We don't need to quadruple team her. Uh, we just need to, to keep our keep our heads, keep our defense intact. And, uh, you know, the rest will sort itself out. How are some of the team stats? Still early days. We've played four and a half minutes, but how are they looking so far? We've got Tolo for the AIS. She's got uh, six. Nikita Martin with five. Those two... Back-to-back baskets there for her, and uh, Mia Newley with only two points. Rebounds, Tolo's got two, Kayla Francis one, no real surprises there. Nicole Hunt's got three assists already. That's a great start, only uh, five minutes into the game. For Perth, Sam Richards has four points, Tanya Kelly with three. And the Institute shooting it at 63%, the Lynx at 50%, five of eight and four of eight respectively. Well, they'd be stoked with 50% after their effort last night, so... 
Here's Richards getting a screen. There has been an interchange for the Institute. We'll bring you up to date on that in a minute. In fact, Steph Cumming, the player just onto the court, has subbed in. Nicole Hunt receives the pass from Cumming, who passes it down the court now at the perimeter with Nikita Martin. Finds Cumming a long way from the three-point territory. Tolo, lob pass into Francis. That was a great assist, and she uses the glass to perfection. She'll be a real handful for the Perth defence tonight. That's not a common play that you see, though, from... Further out, Tolo actually passing it into yeah. Francis, is it? Normally a guard delivering that ball, but yeah. uh, not on this occasion. Goes to show the flexibility of this young AIS side. They lead 15-11 now. Four minutes 50 remaining in this first quarter. Richards pulls up, passes. Here's Boyanch. Can't hit the shot, though. Attempting to rip down the rebound was Moyle. Didn't, Didn't quite drop. Her arm there, so it'll be an AIS ball from the baseline. Nikita Martin with the distribution duties. And passes it to Nicole Hunt. No defensive pressure coming up the court for the Perth Lynx at the moment. Nikita Martin with it now to Hunt. Oh, lovely pass over the top to Francis. Too easy. She converts off the glass. Yeah, without Samuels out there for Perth, they're really vulnerable on that baseline. And I think uh, the AOs are just going to keep working that position and, and get the ball in to either Tolo or Francis and they'll score easily. The AIS had a run here. They had 17 to 11, now 17 to 13. Lovely little spin move there from Mia Vilovic of the Perth Lynx. Almost a turnover the against the AIS. Mia Vilovic back in the action again. Coming emerges with the basketball though. Oh, a pass from Nicole Hunt was wayward. Chopped off by Moyle. Transition down the court. Goes all the way herself and uses a glass Athletic. off the right hand lane. That was nice play. Very nice. So, score back to 17-15. Perth with the last two baskets. Almost another steal from Moyle against Francis. Francis contained it, though. Tolo now passes to Francis. Underneath the basket. Puts up the underarm shot. Can't hit it, though. Richards looking to run the ball down the left-hand wing. Now to the left-hand flank. Being double-teamed by Hunt. And also coming. Pulls up on the dribble. Passes into the left-hand corner. Kalic to Boyanic. Boyanic now working under the basket against Tolo. Going one-on-one. Oh, almost losing the ball was Richards. Got it to Boyanic. Six seconds on the shot clock now. Kelly goes down the left-hand nice lane. Try. Drives against Hunt. Toe-to-toe. And left-hand lane was successful. It's a good option because as good a player as Nicole Hunt is becoming, she's, she's still tiny. So to, to drive on a, down under the basket there, that's a, a good option for Perth. Kayla Francis gets the ball in the keyway there. Puts up the shot. She's fouled by Melissa Moyle. So she's going to go to the line to shoot two now. Scores all locked up, 17 points apiece. Langford and Kennedy checking in for their first minutes this evening. Hunt and Tolo taking a sit down, and Kelly takes a sit down, as does Moyle. Chelsea for the Armstrong Perth Lynx. and Suzanne Williams coming off for Perth. Well spotted. Francis at the line. Misses the first, just slightly overcooked at Kayla Francis. She's a 70% shooter this season at the free throw line. Seventh in the league for points per game, averaging 15. She makes the second, though. Kayla Francis up to five points for the evening. 18 points to 17. The Institute leading the Perth Lynx. The Duke trying to win their first three-in-a-row success story in five seasons. They have not won three games in a row since five years ago. Here's Jamie Kennedy offloading to coming at the perimeter, being guarded by Richards. Doesn't pick the dribble up. Passes to Kennedy. Dangerous pass to Nikita Martin. Finds Kennedy, who releases. Her foot was on the three-point line. Can't hit it. Mia Vilovic rips down the rebound, and then she was fouled by Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy not happy with the call from referee Drew Meads. Yeah, just a little bit of a panic there. Not a huge foul, but definitely 
took the arm out. <laughs> Mia Neely checks back in, and Nikita Lee Martin checks out for the Institute. That's the fifth team foul for the AIS in this first quarter. It means Mia Vilovic will go to the free throw line to shoot a pair. Still two and a half minutes remaining in this first quarter, so something Dean Kinsman and his players will have to be conscious of is the early foul trouble. Yeah, two for Nicole Hunt, so that's a, of concern. Particularly given the fact she's going up against Sam Richards. Yep. Mia Vilovic drains the first free throw, and the second one looked good, but it juggled out. Langford rips down the rebound. Wayward pass down the court, chopped off by Richards. Crossover dribble underneath the basket. Reverse lane was terrific. Timeout's been called by Dean Kinsman. He's seen enough. And they're back in front, the Perth Lynx. 20 points to 18, two and a half minutes remaining in this first quarter. And Sam Richards, she is really leading the way. Up to six points now, Simon. What are some of the other stats that are standing out? Tanner Kelly's got five. Cassie Mievilovic with three now. Mariana Tolo still with those six points. And Nicole Hunt out of four assists. So getting it done, but she's going to have to watch that foul count. Two fouls already. She's such a big part of their, their playmaking as well. So uh, they want her down the straight. They want her there in the last minutes of the fourth quarter. So, And some of the team stats at the moment. How are the girls shooting the ball? Well, the AIS are uh, shooting at 58%, which is brilliant. Perth would be stoked with their 53% after a pretty poor, you know, we've touched on it a couple of times now, but a really poor outing shooting-wise for them. Uh, free throws are at uh, 67 for Perth, 75 for the AIS. The rebounding was an area where the AIS absolutely dominated over bullying last night. Um, but not so much here in this game. So far it's 6-all. Last time these two teams played, back in round 14, the AIS did dominate the rebounding that night, 47-32. to So Joe McKay would be pretty pleased with six apiece at the moment on the boards, but it is early days. Not even a quarter through this basketball game at the AIS Arena. 20 points to 18, the Lynx leading the AIS. We are back in play here. And Steph coming off the ball has been called for an offensive foul. Now, Kayla Francis had the ball. And taking a bit of a trip there, Simon, was one of the Perth Lynx players. Fell over Steph coming. Coming called for the foul. Well, last night in, in both games, the referees were all over the... Uh the off-the-ball stuff, so I uh, expect to see a similar similar call tonight. It's something they obviously have highlighted. Mia Vilovic trying to feed Boyanic under the basket. Boyanic now called for the offensive foul. She was charging towards the basket, receiving the pass. Yeah, good call. I mean, not, not an intentional thing, but Steph Cumming definitely had position there. Boyanic sort of turned away from the basket to receive the ball and just landed and knocked her down. So... Not a, once again, not a you know vicious foul or anything, but definitely there. Here's Kennedy, left-hand baseline. Francis now on the perimeter, working to coming in the corner. Releases the triple, can't hit it though. The attempt missed. Down the court now. Miovilovic to Boyanic, and Boyanic makes the shot from the free throw line. Nice work from here. Those two mouthfuls combining well, Simon. Yep, Perth by four now, so they'll be very happy with this performance for the first quarter. 22-18, a minute 30 to go in this first quarter. Langford with the basketball feed, newly, newly under the basket to Francis. She travelled with it as she tried to gain control of that pass from Newley. Yeah, I think she just a little overzealous there, wanted to sneak through straight away rather than take the ball. She was sort of in motion trying to go through before the ball had even reached her. Richards, she'll be playing some minutes this evening, you'd think. Here she goes down the left-hand lane, then kicks it back outside. 
to her teammate in Williams. Williams offloads to Boyanic, who's fouled by Cumming as she tried to make her way along the left-hand baseline. Yeah, Cumming just attacking a little too hard there defensively, just came right in and and uh, just made some contact there. Since fairly slippery out there, there's a lot of girls falling over. No. Sec- second personal foul for Steph Cumming as well. So two of those run with players on Sam Richards, that being Nicole Hunt and Steph Cumming, both have two early fouls in the first quarter. Yeah, it's a tough assignment, and it's one where, yeah, it's just it's part of the part of playing defence. On are you going to pick up a couple of fouls because she is so quick? Boyanich misses both free throws. Offensive rebound came courtesy of Williams for the Lynx. They'll set up with another 24 seconds. Passes quickly to Richards, who's the general out there tonight for the Perth Lynx. Crossover dribble, looking to go toe to toe with coming. Pulls oh. up on the baseline. Shot didn't quite roll in. Kennedy passes down the port to Cumming. Cumming now into the corner. Newly thinks about the triple. Looks inside now. Francis was there. Newly travelled with the basketball, Simon. Yeah, just a little shuffle when she picked it up there. Wasn't sure if that would get picked up or not, but the referee all over that one. Mark Corwell, the referee. One of three this evening along with Drew Meads and Damian Nemeth. Steph Cumming comes off for the AIS. Katie Ebsry picking up Sam Richards now. They have got a good rotation of guards to run with Richards, don't they, Simon? Yep, that's what they're going to need to do. That's what the Capitals did last night. They did a fairly good job of keeping Sam quiet. Armstrong kicks it back outside to Boyanic. Boyanic looks inside. No screen forthcoming. Miavilovic fires. Can't connect, though. Boyanic, the rebound, tries to go off the glass with the putback. Couldn't get it to drop, though. Here's an attempt by Williams. Can't make the bucket. Kennedy rips down the rebound. Passes sideways to Langford. Langford across the court. Wayward pass somehow. Newly comes up with the basketball. They just need to settle it down here, the OS. 12 seconds remaining in the quarter. Kennedy now with the basketball. Passes to Ebsery on the left-hand flank. Ebsery working against Richards. Underneath Francis, who had to turn around and face the basket. Missed it. Now, one second remaining. Richards throws up a prayer from halfway. Gave it a knock. Three quarters of the court, that was. And it wasn't a bad effort, Simon, but it didn't hit. Hit the backboard, but didn't drop. And at quarter time, well, the Perth Lynx are in front by four points, 22 points to 18 over the AIS. Yeah, the Institute just um, not looking anywhere near as poised as they were last night. They're just look, looking to panic just a little bit. Um, we've seen twice now, I mentioned it earlier, but on that pass, then again, Francis moving toward the basket before she even had the ball. She's probably, in that, in that circumstance, she's not playing against quality big players really, she's going to have the advantage she's probably better off taking the ball getting set, then going to work we've seen her stepping in as she takes the ball yes. just making it way harder on herself than it needs to be So, I'm sure Dean will be uh, he's looking pretty animated down there, he's having a, a serious chat to the girls and I'm sure he'll be saying that, you know, just settle it down we're not, you know, we don't have to get out there and bust a gut, we just need to play our game settle things down and it'll, it'll all come our way they've got the advantage height wise They've got the advantage skill-wise down in there under the basket. Just don't try to force that stuff too much. And at the other end of the court, Sam Richards looking to go coast-to-coast at any opportunity against her direct opponent. But she's also bringing other teammates into the game with some of her distribution too. Definitely, and she's always been that kind of player. She's a great distributor of the ball, and uh, that's where they need to be careful. We talked earlier on about that you know, sort of uh, collapsing on her, sending three or four defenders to defend her. She'll find a way to get the ball to those open players. So uh, so she needs to just, yeah, they, they need to just settle down on her as well. Yeah, it'll all be good. Just yeah. looking at the stats here now, 
uh, the AIS still shooting at. Perth down to 45. We saw a couple of missed opportunities close to the basket there. That was really the theme of the night for them last night. They had a lot of looks close under the basket that they uh, just weren't able to finish on. We saw two or three there that probably cut their plus 50 statistic down to 45 there now. But uh, foul trouble. There's only Jamie Lee Samuels with two fouls for Perth. For the AIS, uh, Steph coming in the Cole Hunt with two each. So they'll have to keep an eye on that. Just about set for a start in the second quarter here. The Lynx do lead 22-18. Inbound pass will come from the AIS. Me and Newley to do the duties. Just waiting for referee Mark Corwell to hand the ball over. Gets the thumbs up from the scorer's bench and underway into the backcourt for the AIS. Nicole Hunt back out onto the court. Joined by Newley, Tolo, Ebsery and Francis. We'll run through the AIS Sorry, the Perth Lynx in just a moment. Almost a turnover. In fact, there is this time on the second attempt. Richards strips Hunter the ball, reels it in down the left-hand lane, goes all the way. Yeah, that's pretty much classic Sam Richards there. Just a little reach in to knock the ball free. Um, Hunt was still moving forward, so she's left the ball behind. Sam just steps around, picks it up. Easy layup. Richards, the outright leading scorer on the court with eight points. Newly, great pass into Tolo. Tolo also up to eight points. And that's what the Institute just needs to keep doing. Just keep going through the easy stuff, getting the ball into in there to their bigs, getting them set up, and let them go to work. Here's Williams on the dribble, gets it to the free throw line, finds Richards at the elbow, pulled it up, couldn't quite hit it, overcooked the shot. Stripping down the ball there was Armstrong, got it to Boyanich, who's now with Mia Vilovic. Mia Vilovic goes against Francis, works it in. Francis fouled her, though. She got hand on the ball, but body on body as yeah, well, Simon. Body, body check there, the hand was was clear, but um, uh, pretty quick first step there from Mia Vilovic. She stepped past Francis and caught her, I think, a little bit unaware. Yeah. She's giving away probably six inches there, Simon, in that contest. Definitely. Mia Vilovic at the free throw line makes the first bucket. Having a good night up to... We'll get her score in a second. What was she at quarter time there, Simon? Misses the second. She had three at a quarter time, so up to four now. As Francis pulls down the easy rebound, passes to Nicole Hunt into the front court for the AS. All on her own underneath the basket is Ebsery. Now Francis is there with support too. Francis missed it, got the put back and put it in. That's the thing, dude. we keep harping on it, but just that patience, just get down there, get through your sets. Get those one-on-one contests, and the AIS are going to be favourites in that in that instance. Boyanich with the spectacular hook inside the paint. Hook there, that was very nice. 27-22. Five-point lead to the Perth Lynx. Well, they went into severe underdogs. They lead at the moment. Francis on the left-hand perimeter passes inside to Tolo. This could be too easy. The turnaround mini hook didn't drop, though. This player is stepping up, Williams. Passes down the court to the right-hand perimeter. Mia Vilovic to Boyanich. Boyanich going toe-to-toe against Francis and Tolo. I think Tolo or... No, maybe Francis called for the foul. It is. Kayla Francis called for a personal foul. Averaging four fouls a game, Kayla Francis. So something she has to be conscious of. In fact, she's being subbed out. I think it's her second, Simon, according to the scorer's bench there. Nikita Lee Martin checks back in. Indeed it is, yep. So, taking a, a sit-down, Kayla Francis. Richards with the ball. Ebsery gets a heavy screen from Boyanich. Allows Richards to get to the free-throw line. Got her own rebound off the missed shot. Feeds to Boyanich outside the perimeter now. Ball now with teammate there in Armstrong. Offloaded it to Kelly back onto the court. 
for the links. Now it's with Richards. Richards pulls up for the 15-foot J. Fires and connects. Time out called by the AIS. The lead now out to seven points. 29-22 with the Perth links. They've stepped it up in this second quarter and really just continuing on that solid work at the offensive end of the court where they've struggled all season in this second quarter, Simon. Yeah, well, we heard um, the coach, Joe McKay, talking about it with Michelle before the game. Uh, you know, you can do all, all, all the stuff right at the defensive end. You can be running the ball well, moving the ball, getting open looks, but you're not going to put any teams under pressure unless you can put it in the basket. And uh, they've certainly done a much, much better job of that than they did last night against Canberra. Um, and that's why the, the AOS team is struggling a bit. They're, they feel that pressure. It's only seven points. It's really three shots. So, uh, you know, it's not like they are, in, by any stretch of the imagination, in trouble. There's still a long way to go in this game. But uh, Perth doing a very good job at the moment. They're just going to keep it up for another 27-odd minutes. Perth have struggled to score baskets throughout this WNBL season. In fact, they're only averaging 65 points a game. That's 10th in the league, so they're the lowest-scoring team in the league. And when you consider they're without some of their key players in Carly Wilson, Melissa Marsh, just to name a couple tonight, then they're doing remarkably well at the moment, not having much trouble scoring at all. They're up to 29 points. Seven and a half minutes remaining in this second quarter, leading the Institute on 22. Ooh, Strips of the ball. Williams did well on Tolo there. Stole it off Tolo. And now into the front court, Sam Richards running the show here for the Lynx. Gets a screen from Boyanich. Feeds it off to Armstrong on the perimeter. Now onto the right-hand baseline. Boyanich back outside. Williams fires. Throws up a bit of a brick from the triple range. But Boyanich rips down the rebound. She's having a good game, Simon, stepping it up against these talls of the AIS, Boyanich. Yeah, she was a little all over the shop last night. It showed moments of brilliance and moments of uh, not-so-brilliance, but she's certainly having a good one tonight. Here she is, just hands the ball to Richards. Eight seconds on the shot, fires. Just hit the back of the iron. Tolo rips down the rebound. Dangerous pass to Hunt, who lost control of it. I don't know about the pass from Tolo there, because Hunt... Was under all sorts of pressure, although she was demanding the basketball. Yeah, but uh, that's. I don't think Hunt realised how close her defender was behind her, so that's where Tolo really needs to just make that decision to go, nah, that's not on. 29 22, the seven point lead remains for the Lynx. They have the basketball. Mia Vilovic being guarded by Martin, gets the screen from Richards, puts Ooh, up the I'm shot lucky. from inside the paint, couldn't quite hit it. Martin gets the rebound, pass to Kennedy, now with Hunt. Walks it into the front court for the AIS. Being guarded, though, by Armstrong. Tolo sets a heavy screen. Hunt goes all the way. Crashes into Samuels. Not called for a foul there. Regathering the basketball in the corner was Samuels. Good work from her for the Perth Lynx. Passes to Richard. She's got a burst of speed. Down the centre of the court. Steps past Tolo. Can't put the lay in in, though. Here's Kennedy. Passes down to the relay court now. And Nicole Hunt is fouled. Cheapy coming there, courtesy of Mia Vilovic, but transition basketball at both ends of the court. Yeah, not a good option, the, the, the sequence down here before from Nicole Hunt. Look at the drive on Samuels. Samuels is, you know, it's probably the second tallest player out there for Perth. Nicole Hunt's tiny, just not a good option. He's just sort of get it through some hands. Kate Gaze finds coming all on her own, and she drains the long shot from just inside the three line. Gaze didn't play last night, so I don't know if there was injury concerns or just a bit of a rotation thing. She didn't play minutes, neither did Caitlin Rowe or Elizabeth Cambridge for the AIS last night in their terrific win against the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, 75-71. But tonight, 
Weltley trailing at the moment, 29-25, five and a half minutes remaining. Tolo, a big block on Mia Village. Mia Village, one second on the shot clock, fires, doesn't hit anything. Kennedy rips down the rebound. Here's Newley now. Left hand dribble down the left hand court. Into the front court now at the AOS Arena to Kennedy. Kennedy, good pass to coming. Inside the paint now to Tolo. Tries to turn around. Stripped of the basketball. The beneficiary there, Mia Vilovic. Walks it down the court now or more. Runs to the point and passes off. They slow things down. And Sam Richards will set things back up here for the Perth Lynx. Passes to Mia Vilovic. Getting a screen, passes underneath the basket, intercepted though, good work from Tolo, passes to Kate Gaze down the court, coming, can pull up for the triple, gee they're sloppy at the moment, Kennedy went without the basketball, regathered it, passes to Gaze for the triple, fires and connects. Gaze shooting a three, we've seen that a few times. The question is Simon, which one? Well, she's certainly following in uh, Uncle Andrew's footsteps. (laughs) Mia Vilovic. With the basketball at the elbow, passes to Williams, back to Mia Vilovic. She hits the big two-point, Jay. Well, just the shots dropping. That's the main difference for Perth tonight. They're, they had these looks last night. They put them up. They just weren't dropping, but they're certainly dropping tonight. Kate Gaze with the basketball, 31-27. The Perth Lynx lead the AS. Kennedy now in low. Kennedy, oh, great pass to Tolo, posting up down low. The spin move. And puts it in off the left-hand glass. Ten points now for Tolo. She's uh, moved on, joined Sam Richards, leading all scorers. But, uh, yeah, Perth calling the timeout now, just seeing that lead that they had just being whittled away. But I don't think anything to really panic about or start freaking out about either. There's still a lot of minutes left in this game. We're not even halfway there yet. They just need to, to look at the stuff that they've been doing well, and that's been... Being disruptive in, in defence, I think, is probably their strongest suit at the moment. As we mentioned throughout the game, the shots are dropping now, so that's that business is getting taken care of. Down the other end, they, they did a very good job in that first quarter, just being disruptive, being in the way, you know, not necessarily getting steals or blocking shots, but just forcing the AIS into silly turnovers. And, and uh, although the AIS has done you know a good job to address that problem as well, that that potential still there. So I, I think. Uh, the Lynx coach would just be saying, look, just keep going back to what's been working for us all game. Don't worry about the score. You know, it's two points. That's that's not an issue. It's not a here, not a there. As long as you're in touch toward the end of the game, just keep getting through your stuff and it'll be all good. The AIS have had severe or slight bout, I should say, of the fumble zone this first half, Simon. Very sloppy handling of the basketball. Well, I think that goes back to what we were talking about with the, the pressure that Perth have been applying, that sort of not exactly full court transition D, but they're certainly there and they're certainly in the way. Back onto the court Armstrong from the triple range, hits the front of the ring, doesn't drop, coming wrestling on the ground, coming emerges with the basketball to Caitlin Rowe, to Kennedy penetrating dribble down the court, no one guarding her, goes oh, almost all the way man. Richards intercepted the pass intended for coming how'd you see that one Simon? Yeah, just a bit of rush of blood to the head there for Jamie Kennedy Steph Cumming doesn't mind putting herself on the ground Williams, terrific pass Ooh. under the basket to Samuels, who makes the easy bucket. Samuels wide open there, a bit of a uh, breakdown in the AIS defence. 33-29, Gaze to Newley. Kennedy now, she puts up the J, can't convert though, gets her own rebound on the bounce. Who's called for the foul? It'll be it Samuels, that was a great anticipation there from Kennedy, I think. Well, the first person that knows the shot's going to miss is the person who shot it in most, most instances, and... Uh, 
as soon as that shot went up, she knew it wasn't going in, and she's positioned herself very nicely, just a, about a step ahead of, of Samuels. I think that's Samuels' third foul, so she's sitting down. Very aggressive player, Jamie Kennedy. Gives 110% every contest, doesn't she, Simon? Yeah, she's uh, certainly got that go in her. Very determined. He's coming. Bounce pass in the low post to Newley. Working Ooh. underneath the basket. Tries the reverse lay-in. Doesn't drop. Out of court on the Institute. Perthlinks inbound pass. Defensive baseline. Kelly receives from Williams. Kelly running the show at the moment. Richards taking a well-deserved sit-down. It'll be interesting to see how the Perthlinks can go without their general on the floor. Not ah. such a good result, that one. Moyle just passes the court, the basketball out of court. It was intended for Mia Vilovic. We talked about this last last night with the, these players that haven't... You know, I think we had three or four players who played their first WNBL games last night. It's a big step up from State League or from what they're used to. Here's Rowe. Big block coming from Boyanic. Williams passes across the court now to Kelly. Kelly going very fast, thinks about driving it in low, kicks it back outside to Williams. Williams goes hard against Rowe, and she is called for the foul. Caitlin Rowe, Williams will go to the line to shoot to pair. Kayla Francis and Mariana Tolo both taking a sit down. In fact, one of the other starters out there, Nicole Hunt, on the bench also. So the Institute Dean Kinsman mixing up his combinations on the court at the moment. Well, he probably wants his, uh, his guns out there in that final quarter, so giving them a bit of a rest. I think you can see that it's going to be a close game. They've had three very close games now. They, they had the buzzer beater uh, last week, so which went into overtime as well. Last night's game, you know, four-point win, it was, but it was up and down all game, a pretty intense, pretty physical game, so there'd be some tired girls on that bench. Williams doesn't make the AS pay, misses both free throws, 33-29. The Lynx still leading the AS. Coming from downtown, can't hit it, front of the ring. It's Kennedy. Kenning an offensive board. Great work from her. Crashes in. Gaze picks up the dribble, then stops. Passes to Cumming. Still 16 on the clock. Rowe lets one go from long range. Can't hit it. Kennedy, another offensive board. It's her third this quarter, but unfortunately, she lost control of the basketball on the baseline. It's out of court. Does a good job of reading that ball off the ring for the missed basket, says uh, Kennedy. So she'd be very happy with those efforts. It's clever play, really, and something we probably don't see all that much of, Simon, is players following up their own shots, but if you're a coach, you'd love to see it. Start. Absolutely, you want to see it as a coach. You want to, as I mentioned earlier, the, the person who's certainly the first one out there that's going to know if a shot misses or not is the person that shoots it. You know out of the hand most times whether that shot's going to go down or not. Reed missed the three-point attempt for the Perth Lynx. Gaze on the crossover dribble in the front court now for the AIS. Francis... Passes to Cummings, still outside the perimeter. Cummings steps Ooh, past Moyle, gee. and then a blocking foul called on Kelly against Cumming. Coming lucky to get away with that. She turned sort of sideways as they drew contact, and uh, that blow, that whistle could have gone either way, really. In fact, it was Reed, I think, called for the foul there. She takes a sit down. Sam Richards checks back on. So Coach Joe McKay of the Perth Lynx taking no chances. Gets his gun player back out onto the court, Sam Richards. Here's Nikita Lee Martin. Thought about the triple, then drives it inside the free throw line. Just doesn't roll in, though. Great drive. Just everything there but the finish. It was just a little off balance when she put that shot up. Richards passing now to Boyanich. Misdirected pass. Thought Kelly was cutting baseline. She looked like she was, but she pulled up on the cut. And it goes out of court. AIS ball defensive baseline. 
not a great last sort of four or five minutes for Perth, but that being said, they're still out 33 to 29. So in fact, uh, I, I don't think we've had a score in at least the last three or four minutes, Simon. That score has been stuck on 33-29 for some time now. Here comes Gaze, passes inbound. Francis, stripped of the basketball, regained it, then Hunt grabs the basketball, but there's a foul called by referee Drew Meads. It's going to be an AIS ball, foul called on the links. And that's their fifth team foul of the quarter, I think you'll find. Or no, this it's their fourth team foul of the quarter, rather. The scoreboard has updated. 58 seconds remaining. Martin into the left-hand corner. Rowe receives the pass from Gay. Turnaround, Jay inside the paint. Great work from Caitlin Rowe. Yeah, just using her size there. She had a, a bit of a mismatch there and was able to take advantage of that and hit the nice 10-foot Jay. Sam Richards looking for the quick response for the Perth Lynx. Thinks about it. Passes off instead. And a cheap foul called against the AIS. Yeah, Caitlin Rose, we saw her with her first foul too. Just footwork not fantastic. Looking to sort of step in front of and, and try to bump players out of the way. That's, that's not going to fly here in the WNBL. Relatively new to the WNBL. I suppose yep. the pace of the game is something that she still has oh, to adjust a massive, to. Massive adjustment. Thinking about the three there was Mia Vilovic. Instead passes it off to Boyanich. Outside the three-point territory. Eight seconds remaining on the shot clock. And again, Rowe just reaching in. Just too too eager. And then two bad fouls in the sense, Simon, that it's going to give Perth the final shot of the quarter. Yeah. They were looking at least a couple more shots in this quarter between the two teams. But now Perth with 19 seconds on the, sh- on the game clock. Can run it down. Elizabeth Cambridge. Wow. Haven't seen her play yet. I'm a bit excited about watching her in action. She's a big girl. Steps onto the court for the AIS. She's only 16 years of age. Wow. And Simon, I'd be guessing she's about 6 foot 5, 6 foot 6. She is. And she's got a good set of shoulders on her too. And she rips down that rebound. She's not a skinny girl either. She's very nicely built. Real athlete. So Nicole Hunt into the front court. The free throw missed. 34-31. The Lynx lead. Six seconds remaining. Turned over against Francis. Boyanich just hands it off to Richards. Two seconds remaining. Drives down the left-hand lane. And fouled on the lay-in. Sam Richards. Clever play from her. That was just experience. You saw saw everyone screaming at her as she came across the halfway line, like starting the countdown. Five, four. You know, most players would go, oh, man, only four seconds. Let's just chuck anything up. Sam's got to the about two foot from the basket before she's put that shot up, and she's fouled in the act. So, bang, there you go. Makes the first free throw. Just, just a cool head and just knows the game. Gay's called for that foul, by the way. And Richards makes bang, both. That hurts. And extends the lead yeah. to five points at half time in favour of the Perthlings. 36 points to 31 here at the AOS Arena. And Simon, some pretty impressive basketball. Maybe not that pretty from the Perth Lynx in the first half. Yeah, we've seen them drop, um, well, they were uh, one stage shortly before the, the quarter time break, they were f- shooting at 53%. They're down to 40 now, so shots not coming as freely for them. That said, they're still in front by five. Uh, Sam Richards with 12, Casey Miavilovic with seven, Bojanic with uh, six points. For the Institute, Mariana Tolo with 10 points, Kayla Francis with seven, and... Uh, Leading all scorers, Jamie Kennedy, seven rebounds. <laughs> is that right? So she's having a, a fantastic rebound and a lot game of those for a is guard. Offensive rebounds. Well, as at well. least three of them. We yeah. saw them in that in that second quarter there. So that's a that's a great uh, result there for her. But um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna go to the wire. I think this game, Perth. 
you know, I wouldn't say they took their foot off the gas. I'd say the luck ran out of them a little bit more in that second quarter than it was there in the first quarter. Still up by five. So, uh, yeah, we've got a game in our hands. Halftime here at the AOS Arena. Back soon with more WNBL action at halftime. It is the Perth Lynx, 36, leading the AOS, 31. Welcome back to the AIS Arena for the second half action between the AIS and the Perth Lynx in round 16 of the WNBL. John Keogh and Simon Peters are courtside here. And Simon, I think we've got to announce this. The Triple J Hottest 100 is currently playing its number one song on Australia Day. What is it? Knights of Sidonia by Muse. So uh, a British band getting the Hottest 100 on Australia Day. And Silverchair Straight Lines pulling up... 13 votes short. That's how close it was. The closest Triple J Hottest 100 in the wow. history of the competition That's as well. It's a pretty good effort for Muse because that, uh, that song wasn't even released as a single. It's the last song on their latest album. So, uh, great work, Muse. Unlucky Silverchair. But uh, life rolls on and we have a basketball game to call. So, And we better do that because <laughs> there's only 10 seconds before the start of the second half. It is the Perth Lynx 31 leading the AIS... Sorry, the Perth Lynx 36 leading the AIS 31. Quickly, some of the individual scorers up to half-time, Simon. Yes, Sam Rich is leading uh, scorers for... or leading all scorers with 12 points. Uh, Casey Miovilovic with 7. And uh, Carly Boyanic with 6. Kala Francis with 7. Sorry, Mario Tolo leading the AIS with 10. Francis with 7. And Nikita Lee Martin with 5 points. Interestingly, Perth have not hit a shot outside the arc. Underway here in the second half, Sam Richards into the front court for the Perth Lynx, offloading it to Kelly, being guarded by Ebsery at the top of the perimeter, bounce pass inside the paint, Samuels, great give to Richards, who converts yet again. Up to 14 points, the first player to reach the team, Simon, tonight. <laughs> yeah, they need a big game from Sam Richards if they're going to pull this off tonight, and she's certainly giving that to them. Mind you, there are a few teams running out there for the AS. Here's Richards all the way down the right-hand lane, lays it in and draws the foul. Yeah, just, um, yeah, a bit still asleep, I think, still resting at half-time, the, the Institute at the moment. They need to come out there. I think Perth have just come straight out of the blocks as hard as they can go, and uh, it's... Brought that score out to uh, a nine-point lead now. Sandridge is looking to make it ten, and does. 31-31, a ten-point lead to the Perth Lynx. Early going third quarter here at the AIS Arena. The AIS with some work to do in this second half. Nicole Hunt, a lovely long pass over the other side of the perimeter and newly does what she does best, fires and connects from the three-point territory. Sweet shooting action. Hit 3 of 3 from the Triple Territory last night against the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, which the AAS won by 4 points. They're down by 7 at the moment, though. Early stages of this third quarter. Almost turned over against the Perth Lynx. Boyanich yeah, comes out with the, the basketball. Key. She's standing there too long, Simon. Yeah, just a bit disorganised, Perth. They were really sort of scrambling for an option there. Boyanich was there a long time. I think probably quite a bit longer than 3 seconds. So, a fair call in the end. Mia Newley with the basketball in the front court for the AIS. Passes to Francis to Ebsery. Makes her way to the free throw line. Oh, Richards with the block. Great defensive work from Richards. Blocked it straight out of Katie Ebsery's hands. Meanwhile, there's a whistle off play. The shot clock was reset there off that, uh, off that attempt from Ebsery. So I think the referee, he was straight onto it. Shouldn't have been reset because it was... Sam Richards with the block there, so uh, 
It's got to hit the ring to reset. Mianuli inbound pass, right hand sideline. Passes to Ebsery, oh. almost has it stolen by Richard. Picks up the dribble, passes to Hunt underneath the basket to Tolo, fouled by Boyanich. A pretty soft, tiggity touch one under the basket, Simon. Yeah, not a lot in that, but uh, as long as it's consistently called through the game, that's all you can ask. 41-34 the score. Inbound pass, offensive baseline. The catch and shoot from Francis. Kayla Francis. We saw her last night. She had a, a fairly quiet first half. I only had three points in the first half. And uh, she just lit it up in the third. Had 11 points in that third term. She turns it on again. The Perth Lynx bet to look out. Samuels regathers the basketball under the basket. Richards with the hot hand from downtown. <laughs> Sammy Richards is feeling it now. I think she's just decided that she's going to put this game on her shoulders and take it all the way home. Well, she's already up to oh, eight points in this third quarter, Sam Richards. Up to 20 for the game, if I'm not mistaken, Simon. Nicole Hunt with a sweet drive there. Pretty much went past everybody, just accelerated, had that extra gear almost to get her into position. Yep, Sam Richards with 20 points. She's throwing the long outlet to uh, Tanya Kelly there, but Kelly unable to run down the ball. Nicole Hunt into the front court on the dribble. 44-38 the score. Six-point lead to the Perth Lynx. Hunt receives it back from Francis. Now here's Katie Absuri at three-point territory. Drives all the way under the basket. Lost control. Kicked it back outside to Francis. Six seconds on the shot clock. Hunt Bam. from downtown. Fires and connects. Well, there's that outside shooting that the AIS is so renowned for now. Really starting to close in that gap. It's a three-point game. 44 Place 41. They hit nine triples against the Boomers last night. Tolo with a block on Richards, but called for the foul was Mia Newley. They were going double teaming on Richards. Yeah. Unlucky, I thought Tolo had her covered well there. Probably Newley didn't need to get involved, but um, Sam Richards will go to the line to shoot a pair. 44-41 the score. Three points the lead the Perth Lynx enjoy. Got out to 10 at the beginning of this third quarter. Richards... Ball in her hands. She doesn't miss from there. Shooting at 78% this season. And she's shot it very well from the free throw line tonight. Makes two of two. And she's three of three for this third quarter from the free throw line. Sam Richards up to 22 points. That is a game high as well. Mia Newley passes across the top of the arc to Ebsery. Now with Hunt. Picks up the dribble, passes to Ebsery, looks down low into the post. Francis kicks it back outside to Newley. Here ah. she goes with a triple again. We were right behind that one, Simon. Looked good all the way. Beautiful, straight out of the hand. It looked like it was going to drop. Mia Milovic in the transition almost gets shot up. Just doesn't drop. So it's a bit frenetic at the moment. It is, 46-44. Newley receives from Hunt. Great assist down the left-hand lane. And Newley makes no mistake. It's a timeout called by the coach of the Perth Lynx, Joe McKay. Scores tied up, 46 points apiece midway through this third quarter. Well, the, uh, after we talked about a, a pretty slow opening minute there for the Institute, they were, looked a little dazed and confused, but uh, they've certainly hit the afterburners now, and they've blown away, from, as you mentioned, a 10-point deficit. They're now level-pegged, 46 apiece, and uh, just getting through their stuff, just... just uh, Looking to find them open players. They've got that ability to play that inside-outside game. It's uh, certainly there for them. The shooters are just getting it done for them at the moment. Great outside shooting. But then Newley did a fantastic job just to fill the lane, get all the way down there for the basket. Ends up with the easy two. 
The Canberra Capitals in uniform just making their way from courtside to the change rooms here at the AIS Arena. They will be coming up around about an hour's time from 8pm up against the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, aiming for six wins on the trot, the Canberra Capitals, and really looking to pressure Sydney and maintain that momentum. They really want that second spot. It's a little bit out of their hands. They have to rely on Sydney dropping at least one game. In fact, it'll probably be a need to rely on Sydney dropping two because Sydney do have the 2-1 split on the Capitals this season as well. That all-important second chance come final series could be crucial, but we've seen the Capitals come from the elimination playoff in the first week of the finals before and win the championship. Could they do it again this year? Time will tell. Kelly fires from abroad, can't hit the shot. Ball bounces out of court. Smart play from Nicole Hunt. Blocked her Lucky opponent. Lucky not to get for the foul there, I thought. Bit of a hip check. Boyanich is still struggling to get up. She has to get helped Ooh. up by a teammate. She went down pretty hard there. I think she got a bit of a cork from that hip of Nicole Hunt. Yeah. Hunt, the smallest player for the Institute, and Boyanich, the tallest player for the Perth Lynx. Somehow she came off second best, Simon. Yeah, bit of a centre of gravity there, I think, in that contest. <laughs> was what won out, but uh, to me that was, that was a foul. <laughs> Nicole Hunt passes to Francis. Now at the left-hand 45s nearly. Receives back from Tolo. Frees herself up. Francis at the elbow. Feeds Tolo down low in the paint. Can't make the shot, though. Just a bit deep. Kelly emerging with the basketball. Passes to Armstrong, who almost travelled. Just pulled up in time. Back to Kelly now. Picks up the dribble for the Lynx. Outside the perimeter. Passes to Richards on 22 points of 46 for the Perth Lynx. Kicks it back outside. Fortuitously comes off the hands to Francis to Kelly. Kelly now for the Perth Lynx. Richards with five seconds on the shot clock. Surely she can't make that. No, she doesn't. Coming. Races the ball down the basketball court to Hunt. Hunt looking down low. Now finds Newley on the left-hand perimeter. Can't hit the shot. It was a disappointing pass, rather, not a shot. Here's Richards, going against Cumming, kicks it back outside, turned over though. Here's Hunt, crashed into by Mielovic, and a foul called. Yeah, Mia Vilovic pretty much decided she'd, uh, she didn't have position there, but a, a good foul to slow up the, the momentum. The AIS had, had numbers and were blazing down toward their basket. That's the second personal foul for Mia Vilovic. 46 points apiece. The scores are locked at. Francis, the turnaround little left-hand lane shot. Can't hit it. Tolo tries to rip down the rebound. Richards and her wrestling it. Possession arrow pointing the way of the AIS. Sam Richards almost got the clean steal and then went in after it and uh, wrapped it up. Now, Simon, no jump ball in those kind of contests anymore. What's the reasoning behind that? Because I think uh, a few of the fans quite like the jump ball. Yeah, it's it's a... It's a rule I'm quite passionately against, the position arrow. I, I don't know why they do it. It's It's been done in college in the US for years and years, and four or five years ago now, FIBA decided that everybody should use the position arrow, but um, I don't like it. I think it, you know, it's... I personally think it... Uh, takes a bit of the fun out of it. Well, yeah, and it takes some of that intensity out. There's, you don't often see that fighting for the ball and that trying to wrap it up. It's, um, you know, there's nothing like seeing... Some of the size of Natty Hurst trying to take on Jenny Whittle in a jump ball. <laughs> Here we go. Mia Vilovic down the right-hand lane. Throws up a bit of a brick there. Ripped down her own rebound, though. Fed it outside to Armstrong, who hits it from the left-hand elbow. 48-46. The Lynx back in front by two points over the AIS. Oh, Francis almost had it stripped of her by Mia Vilovic. 
Here's Hunt looking inside to Francis. The catch and pass back outside to Newley. She fires it from triple range. That was Martin on that occasion. Sorry, they've got a very sorry, similar yep. style. It's very, very clean, and, and they've got a big high arm on that shot. Martin's hit a couple of triples tonight as well. She's been in good form. She's a nice shooter. Here's Richards. Finds Mia Village free on her own. Fires, hits the back of the backboard. And can't hit the shot. It's out of court on the Perth links, so inbound pass for the AIS. They lead by a point, 49-48. Kayla Francis takes a sit-down. She's on to nine points for this match. Sam Richards leads all scorers on 22. It's going to go to the wire, this one. Nicole Hunt walks it into the front court now. Goes past her two opponents, including Mia Vilovic. Kicks it back outside to Cumming, who fires from the triple range. Can't hit it. Rebound coming courtesy of the Perth Lynx. Here's Richards running the ball down the court all of her own accord. Works it in towards the key. Great pass. Williams pass now to Samuels who puts it in off the backboard. Good ball movement there from Perth. Just kept it uh, active, kept it moving until they got an open look. They're back in front. They've notched up the half century Perth. 50 points to 49. Nicole Hunt driving right hand lane a long way from home. Yeah. Knocked back outside to Newley. Martin a fresh 24 seconds. No it's not. 6 seconds. Now with Nikita Martin, she loses control of the basketball, turned over against the AIS, Richards comes out with the ball, passes down the court to Williams, Williams pulls up on the dribble, passes to Samuels down the left hand lane, fouled by Mariana Tolo, and coach Joe McKay happy with the penetration there of Williams. Dean Kinsman wants to have a chat about it, yeah Tolo just, uh, that step behind there, just had to reach in to try to pull it up and... Um stop her from going to the basket but we saw the AIS just rocket that 10 point deficit you know out of the stadium basically and, and get back to to a level pegging almost within about a minute and a half earlier in this quarter but uh, Perth have stepped up and they've answered that intensity and uh, we've got a one point ball game 50 points to 49. I guess I've concern for the AIS is the fact they have 14 fouls already in this third quarter with still quite a bit of time remaining on the clock, Simon. Yeah, they need to... Uh, I mean, three minutes 30 left, roughly, that uh, can be an eternity. They certainly don't want to get anybody in foul trouble. Just having a quick look at the live box score to see if there is anybody in foul trouble. Kayla Francis has three. Uh, Nicole Hunt has three. And Mariana Tolo? No, Caitlin Rowe with three. So nobody else really in any sort of trouble as long as you'd hate to see Francis or Hunt pick up another one in this fourth quarter, in this third quarter. It, uh, you know, would put them under pressure, make them change the way they're going to play for the, the last quarter. So, uh, And for the Lynx, is there anyone in foul concerns there? They're on two team fouls for this third quarter. They lead 50 points to 49. No, I think uh, we've got Boyanich with three and Samuels with three. So, yeah, you'd once, uh, same thing. You'd hate to see either of those two pick up a, a cheap foul here in the last three minutes of this quarter. So, at the line is Samuels for the Lynx. The first one rolls in, extends the lead to two points. A former player with Sydney Uni between 2002 and 2006... Generally shoots it at 61% this season. Well, she shot it at 100% there. Makes two of two from the free throw line. Steph Cumming checks out of the game. Subbing back in for the AIS is Jamie Kennedy. 52-49. The Lynx leading the AIS. Almost a turnover there. Hunt receives it back from Kennedy to Newley now. 
drives inside the paint, pulls up for a little shot, can't make it though, offensive rebound, Newley popped it back outside, Kennedy now with the basketball for the AIS, gets a heavy screen from Newley, Hunt with the basketball, sidesteps her opponent, pulls up for the J, can't hit it, almost grabbed her own rebound, in fact did, own offensive rebound, fresh 24 seconds here, trying to feed Tolo inside, she lost control of it, out of court Again, on the AIS. just moving as the ball came rather than getting the ball getting it set and then going to work. She stepped toward the basket as the ball came and uh, has ended up coughing it up. We saw Francis do that a couple of times in that first quarter. That is interesting because Perth have turned out almost the shortest team you'd ever see in a WNBL match. Oh, Mia Vilovic with a nice drive down the left-hand lane and just a little scooping Lay in there for two points. Puts them out by five now. 54-49. Newley drains the two-point from just wow. inside the free-throw line. Nice move, too. Tough basket just running forward through the key. She waited it well. Here's Richards. Dribbles through her legs in the right-hand corner. Newley guarding her. Pulls up on the dribble now. Passes to Samuel. Still in that corner. Picks up the dribble. Tries to get inside the paint. Kicks it back outside. Mia Vilovic. Oh, she took a tumble as she went up. She's back on the ground now. Tries to regather the basketball. Hunt. Uh, not a great shot from Williams there. Way too far under the basket. Just tried to force it up. Kennedy. Strong inside. Was she Ooh. fouled? Yes, according to referee Mark Corwell. And she will go to the line to shoot a pair, Jamie Kennedy. Well, Samuel's picking up her fourth personal. And a bit of a concern there with Oops. Mia Vilovic. Looking like she may have some sort of injury coming off the court. It's a left hand. Did yeah, she, she fall on it awkwardly? She, uh, her and um, I think it was Jamie Kennedy fell pretty hard together on that last drive of hers. So uh, she looks to be in a fair bit of pain there. I think she might have put that hand out when her weight was falling on the ground. She's got the left here, but hand. That thumb doesn't look right to me. We'll oh, keep an eye on that. bad if that's a dislocation. She's actually had a pretty good game too on nine She's points. She's been very good, yeah. She's been probably their second best behind Sam Richards. Actually, there's a bit of blood on the floor from that, so she might have actually gashed it. Just getting a lot of attention from her teammates. and there's, there's a referee timeout while they address the blood situation. The rubber gloves are going on, Simon. Yeah, it's a big deal. So uh, the court marshals are out there with the, the bleach and the bucket and the rubber gloves just to make sure that... They get all of that, uh, all that blood off the court, but Mia Vilovic looks to be in a, a fair bit of pain there. Dr. Kieran Fallon, one of the exalted doctors out here at the AIS, uh, part of the sports medicine facility out here. He's often at a lot of these games. He's over there lending his professional advice. Yeah, it doesn't look... She's in very good hands and Kieran's looking after her. <laughs> 54 to 51, a minute 52 remaining in this third term. There's a bit of blood out on the court in a few areas as well. It's being cleaned up too. So referees and pointing it out to the blood wiper uppers, shall we say. Thinking maybe not a dislocation then, if uh, unless it's two injuries. Possibly is. Maybe there is some sort of structural damage as well as the, the cut. Nah. Maybe the webbing? You never know. Yeah. Not good news, but Dean Kinsman's had the opportunity to have a chat to his young girls. They're walking back out onto the court. Caitlin Rowe, Katie Ebsery, Nicole Hunt, Jamie Kennedy, and Nikita Lee Martin. Down by four points at the moment. Well, there's that ploy again. You see Tolo and... 
What's the latest there, Michelle? Severely dislocated finger. She won't be returning to the court for this game. I'd be very surprised. Quite a bit of blood and uh, not looking very good. Blood from the dislocation. Oh, that is nasty. I mean, to, to, for there to be blood, she must have broken the skin with the dislocation, and that's just, oh, man. You hate to see... Thank <laughs> goodness we're on uh, radio and not television, Simon. <laughs> for sure. No close-ups for our uh, sportradio.com.au listeners. All right. We'll just give you a vivid description. <laughs> Let's get our attention back onto the basketball. Back out there for the court for the Perth Lynx. So Richards, Williams, Kelly, also Moyle and Boyanich. It will be a free throw shot to the Perth Lynx. No, sorry. Rather, it's Jamie Kennedy of the AIS. 54-51. So, Jamie Kennedy at the line now. Let's see how she goes. Only a 50% shooter this season at the free throw line. She looked to improve that here. Well, she's going to be at least 50% makes the first free throw. Closes the gap to two now. This will make it a one-point game if she can knock this one down. Two points last night against Pauline. Jamie Kennedy misses the second, so she's still on that 50%. Rowe rips down the rebound, tries to launch the shot, but yeah. she travels in the process. Ambitious drive. She went right in under the basket there and... Uh, I was going to have to pull out something pretty special to get a, a good look at the basket. Kelly, now with the ball handling duties for the Perth Lynx. Passes inside the perimeter. Boyanich picks up the dribble, kicks it back outside to Moyle. Moyle fakes, pulls up left-hand baseline. Ambitious shot, didn't drop. Kennedy, another rebound for her. Races it down the right-hand side. Passes to Ebsery in the corner. She's backed into a hole, though. Kicks it out to Rowe. Kennedy, round the perimeter. Martin fakes the three, steps inside now. Hits the two from the baseline. Nice. Was able to fake up Sammy Richards there and just get the dribble around her. 54-54. Scores locked up with just over a minute remaining in this third term. Kelly, crossover dribble. Hunt knocked it away from her. Ball fills to Williams for the Perth Lynx. Inside the perimeter now. Boyanich, only five seconds on the shot. The turn around. Oh, she's hit it. Makes the bucket. Mia Vilovic still looking on on the sidelines. Yeah, we just got word that she's being trucked off to hospital. So it must be a, a pretty severe injury. Well, she's nice and close to the She's standing there, smiling, here, looking intent, that's, that's intently in the game. Thing. So maybe, you know, not a, <laughs> not a life-threatening situation, but obviously fairly serious if it's dislocated and there's blood. And Is Kelly! Makes the dr drive down the basket. That was good play. Going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Nicole Hunt. Hunt, who's at the other end of the court now, loses control. Regathers, though. Nikita Lee Martin loses it. Gets it back outside. 58-54. The Perth Lynx with a four-point lead. 13 seconds remaining. Eight seconds on the shot clock here for the AOS to try and manufacture a score. Hunt draws the foul on Moyle. Makes the basket, but it was after the foul. It won't count. Yeah, just silly foul from Moyle, too. Just really didn't have any position there. Just a bit of a bump. 7.9 seconds remaining in this third quarter. So... The AIS will probably have the last shot of the third term. They trail by four points. Both teams on four fouls. Ebsery now with five seconds on the shot. Kennedy fakes the shot, drives inside, puts up the little left-hand hook oh. and makes it on the buzzer. Jamie Kennedy rolls it in. Much nice to the delight up. of her teammates. And at three-quarter time, the Perth Lynx lead the AIS 58 points to 56. The margin, just two points. Well, Perth are hanging in there. They've uh, 
had moments of, uh, I guess, lost the intensity that they've played with so well throughout the first half. Um, it's hot in here. It's pretty, you know, we're sitting up here it is not hot. doing anything except talking and, and we're... Bit of sweat dripping in the commentary box. sweaty, so it's, uh, it's going to throw down a whole bunch of rain outside, so it's pretty humid, I think, here in Canberra. Just looking at the stats quickly, the shooting percentage. Perth have been able to stick around that 40-45%. They're at 42 at the moment. The AIS at 47. Uh, AIS are winning that rebounding contest uh, quite easily, 32-23. to 23. Top scorers, Sam Richards leads all scorers by a long way with 22 points. Mia Vilovic with 9. Obviously, she won't be uh, putting any more into that title. She's on her way up to the hospital to check out that dislocated finger. Um, for the AIS, Mia Newley with 12. And uh, we've got a couple on 10, just going to the box score to have a look. We've got Nikita Lee Martin and uh, Mariana Tolo on 10 apiece. So uh, a tight game. It's going to go all the way to the wire. Just repeating that score at three-quarter time, 58 points to 56. The official stats from the score bench, the paper form, Simon, have arrived. Anything else to add to those other stats from the web? Um, the turnover counts are uh, very high for the AIS, 19 turnovers so far. We know uh, historically they're a team that do get a lot of turnovers. It's, it's just part of having younger players in your lineup and you know getting used to the intensity level of the WNBL. But uh, they've, they've been able to keep that in check pretty well lately, but 19 at three-quarter time is not good. Uh, they've got 14 assists, though, which is a, a great total. They've been passing it around a lot. Nicole Hunt with six in uh, three quarters of play is, is pretty good effort. Foul trouble, uh, Boyanich is the only, Boyanich with three and Samuels with four. Uh, nobody else with more than two for Perth. For the Institute, Kayla Francis has three. Steph Cumming, sorry, Nicole Hunt with three. Mariana Tolo with only one, so that's good news there. Um, Caitlin Rowe, the only other player in foul trouble for the Institute, she has three as well. Underway in the final term. AIS trailing by two points against the Perth Lynx. It's a Lynx possession. Williams with the basketball. Drives across the top of the arc. Then passes underneath the basket to Richard. She's up to 24 points. They need her to keep firing for another 9 minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> Do they ever? She's been outstanding tonight, Sam oh. Richards. As newly just throws the ball wildly out of court. Well, her and Hunt almost ran into each other there off that play. So I think she... Uh, caught Hunt <laughs> barreling into her uh, out of the side of her vision there and then just was way off target with the pass. Hasn't been a great skills night for the AOS. They have turned it over a lot as Simon mentioned and been particularly sloppy. Richards drives down all the way. Francis might have got a hand to it then Richard jump out the rebound. Francis and Richards. <laughs> Fortunately for see, In Richards. the old days you'd see Sammy Richards <laughs> going up against Kayla Francis in a jump ball. It's always an interesting contest. Possession arrow was pointing the way of the AIS. Hunt into the front court now. 60-56, to 56, the Perth oh, lead. Tolo drives drive. left-hand lane. She's fouled by Boyanovic. So that time she waited, got possession Sorry. of the ball, then made that, that move. And uh, when, when they get the ball in their hands first, it, it just makes it that much more secure and that much easier to make that attack to the basket. I think the foul was actually Mia Vilovic. Boyanovic. Not Mia Vilovic. No, She's sorry. Not it's out there anymore. Boyanic. <laughs> Boyanic. We'll get it right the third time. <laughs> Marinatolo at the free throw line. Couldn't make the first, but she's successful with the second. 60 points to 57. 
Now running into the front courts, Kelly looks to go all the way down the left hand lane. Hunt is called for a fourth personal. Yeah, and that is not a, a good concern. one either. That was uh, she was clearly beaten on that contest and really wasn't going to achieve anything out of out of making that foul. So a uh, bit of a brain snap there from the Cole Hunt. Nikita Lee Martin checks back in. Jamie Kennedy subs out of the game for the AIS. Nine minutes and nine seconds. See, as soon as she did it, she was like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> Turns uh, over and acknowledges the coach. <laughs> said, yep, yep, I know what I did. Dean Kinsman is going to leave her out there, at least for the time being. She's on four personals. Both the free throws dropped, courtesy of Kelly. 62-57, the Perth Lynx lead by five points. Oh, great little give from Hunt to Newley. She releases. And that's why you leave her out there. I mean, <laughs> Hunt's not going to be doing anything for you on the bench. She's a experienced enough player now that she can play with four fouls and adjust to a game and we saw a brilliant assist that takes her up to seven assists for the game me and Newley the two point contribution there margin back to three points Kelly looking to go hard down the left hand lane against Tolo no foul called that occasion Tolo to Martin who just kept it in court who then passes to Hunt who just managed to keep it on the right hand side to Newley in the corner likes this range and hits the triple a nice recovery the AIS in real trouble there for a bit Mia Newley is taking the game into her own hands. She's up to 15 points for... She up to 15 or 14 there, Simon. Let's check the official stats. 14. 14. So maybe that only counted as a 2. I thought she was on 12 before that. Yeah, I thought it was a 3-2, and uh, they've only got it down for two three-point shots so far. Here's Newley again. Feeds underneath the basket. The Tolo pops up the shot. It drops. Draws the foul. Three-point play opportunity. And that's on Tolo. It's only her second personal. Her first personal, apparently. Tolo being the player who was fouled. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so the, the foul would have been blown on actually Boyanich. 62-64. So the AIS are actually back in front now by two points. Who would have thunk it? Perth led only a couple of minutes ago by five. The Institute have reversed that. And Joe McKay, the Perth Lynx, barking instructions to his girls on the sideline here at the AI Serena. They'd love to go away with a win here tonight. It would be against the odds. They've come here depleted, backing up after last night's pretty one-sided loss to the Canberra Capitals. Yeah, and it's a, it's a tough ask to go out there and play against the current league champions with uh, you know missing three of your starters. And uh, you know they, they made a good account of themselves. We've talked about it. Earlier, the first quarter, they just really weren't in it. They lost that first quarter by 16 points. But the rest of the game, they were certainly in there and running with the Caps. But uh, that being said, too, the, the Capitals had the luxury of putting quite a few of their bench players on for extended minutes, a lot more than they would normally get in a, I guess, in a, in a proper head-to-head game where they were feeling pushed. But um, still, it's all valuable experience. Coming up later this evening here at the AIS Arena, it's the Canberra Capitals hosting the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. One other match being played tonight in the WNBL. Townsville up against Dandenong, sixth versus fourth on the ladder, and that's a pretty important game in terms of the context of the top four makeup this season. I think a lot of teams will be hoping Dandenong wins, uh, loses that game, drops it to Townsville, will keep a few teams in the hunt for the finals. If Dandenong win that, they edge closer towards fourth spot, which they hold at the moment. They want to tie it down permanently for the final series. Boyanich misses the shot. Francis rips down the rebound. I think she might have just got a hand on it. 
65-62. The AIS lead. Hunt now. Left hand lane. Does oh. it roll in? No, it rolled out. Polo there. Now Kelly emerges with the basketball for the Lynx. Runs it into the front court on the dribble. Right hand side. Works her way to the right hand side of the court. Passes backwards to Richards, to Boyanic. Through hands now to Williams. Left hand 45. Kicks it into the corner. Moyle with the basketball. Francis guarding her. Picks up the right hand dribble. Passes the top of the arc. Here's Richards. Did she travel? Oh. No. Not called. Referee said it was fair. Popped up the shot. It missed. Tolo the rebound. Passes to Hunt. Well, it's still plenty of time. Seven minutes left in this game. Here's Francis. Left-hand lane oh. tries to underarm it in. Not successful, though. And a foul called after the shot on Kayla Francis. So she put up the shot and then ran into a couple of Perth Lynx players when she tried to grab the rebound. And a foul called on Kayla. Perth ball. Defensive baseline. 65-62. The AIS leading by three points. Crowd starting to build here at the AIS Arena too. They're coming through for the game later tonight between the Canberra Capitals and Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, which is coming up shortly. Kelly, enormous confidence oh. on the crossover dribble. Goes toe-to-toe against Hunt. Can't make the bucket, though. Probably deserved better. Nikita Lee Martin under the basket. Feeds Tolo at the other oh. end of the court. How'd you see that one, Simon? Oh, foul called. Travel before the foul, but... Uh Referees have both called the foul, so that's what's going. Armstrong picks up her, uh, I think it's her first of the game. First personal, yep, that's correct. And Mariana Tolo will go to the line to shoot a pair. Looking to extend this three-point lead. It's out to four points now as she nails down the first charity strike shot. At the bonus for the second. Leading by four, 66-62. Make it 67-62, Mariana Tolo. Successful with her trips to the free throw line tonight. I think she's four from four from memory. Here's Richards on the dribble against Martin. Kicks it back outside. Boyanich lets go oh, from long range. Great shot, Tracy Boyanich. And she's playing centre for them. She's just shot the triple. So great work from her. Now she has to guard Toll at the other end of the court who missed an easy shot. Didn't even hit the ring. Just hit pure backboard. 10 seconds on the shot clock, offensive rebound, gave it to Newley, left-hand baseline, Newley is starring. 16 points, she's up to. She's just doing what she needs to do, gets into space, hits the, re- uh, gets the open shots. Check that score for me and Newley too, because she may in fact be even in a higher score. Waiting for the webpage to update. Oh, great fadeaway, Jay, from the left-hand baseline there from Richards. Just keeping them in touch. Two points. The difference here, AIS 69, Perth 67. Francis pulls up inside the free throw line. Can't hit the shot. Tolo, clever tap outside of the perimeter to Mia Newley. And another 24 seconds here. Ball with Hunt. Steps past her opponent, giving a nice little screen oh, by nice. Tolo. Goes down the left-hand lane against Boyanich and drains it. A lot of free scoring at the moment. 71 plays 67, five minutes to go. Four points that margin. Here's Richard looking to go all the way, then kicked it back outside to Samuels. She's on the right-hand baseline, just passes it over the top. Hook shot from Boyanich. She travelled, though, and Joe McKay not happy with the call because yeah, Boyanich made the fair shot. Fair enough after the, uh, they let Tolo travel through the key there before. Which he's actually pointing to, Joe yeah. McKay down the other end of the court now. 
not happy and uh, yep, that's a fair one too. 71-67. The Institute have the basketball in the hands of Nicole Hunt. Passes to a good friend, Kayla Francis. Oh, looking to intercept this Richards. All the way down the transition, down the court. Oh, lays it in down the right-hand lane. Sam Richards is keeping her team in this single-handedly. She's up to 26 now. Sam Richards, the star of the night, leading all scorers. Underneath the basket, Francis. 73-69. Kelly gets it to Richards on the right-hand 45 perimeter. Distributes off the other side. Samuels down the right hand can't make the shot. A foul called on Taylor Francis or Francis, Nikita yeah. Lee Martin. It's Martin. It's been called on. Foul on the arm. Don't know if that was shooting or if it's going to be baseline ball. No, it's going to be baseline. Three team, four team fouls now. No. Importantly, it's a it's a new 24th Perth. Three team fouls apiece in this final quarter for the AS and the Perth Lynx. Boyanich caught out of position with the basketball. Distributes it back outside the perimeter. Richards on the dribble, crosses over against Cumming. Pulls up near the elbow, left-hand side. It just rattled out. Hunt into the front court now. Cumming. Newly in the elbow. Misses it. Oh, gee, she lost control of the basketball. Turned over. Kelly has got three to beat down the other end of the court, so pulls it up. Links get numbers back now. They trail by four. They need to make baskets up with three and a half minutes remaining. Samuels driving. Kicks it back outside. Richards. Oh, clever pass to Boyanic. Great assist. It was good D from Steph Cumming. was able to stop that drive and that uh, baseline play from Samuels. But Sam Richards' vision just too good. Terrific basketball from Sam Richards. Here's Tolo inside the paint at the other end of the court. Tries to slap it to the advantage of Cumming in the corner. Does. Martin. Oh, Hunt oh. drove down with three seconds remaining on the shot clock. Couldn't make the bucket, though. Richards emerges with the basketball. 71-73. The AIS in front by two points. Richards, the go-to player for the Lynx. Passes to Armstrong. She lets oh, go from three-point wow. territory and hits it from downtown. Lynx back in front. 74-73 with 2.35 left on the clock. And Dean Kinsman wants the next time out. He's signalled that to the bench. Mia Newley fouled by Armstrong. And they're up to 14 fouls now for the quarter of the Perth Lynx with two and a half minutes remaining. Something they'll have to be conscious of. Timeout called, though, by Dean Kinsman, the head coach of the AIS. His girls, a bit of work to do. They trail by a point. But they will have possession of the basketball when the players make their way back out onto the court. What is the coach going to be saying in this situation, Simon? Well, Joe McKay would be pretty happy with uh, just the consistency, the way that his girls are just uh, uh, chipping away at that lead and they've been able to, to get back out by one point. They've got to just keep their heads, keep cool, don't make any silly mistakes. Pretty much identical to what Dean Kinsman's going to be saying. It's just going to, you know, make sure we play our game at our pace. We don't get caught up in anything. You know, make sure we're not... Being, I guess, too reactive and what we, what goes on out there, we've we've seen it, you know, at this this point in the game, one point, people can get emotional, they can get a bit of a brain snap. We've seen a couple of little incidents, you know, nothing full on, but just some silly mistakes. More than anything, they just need to keep their heads about them and uh, 
Well, yeah, the that shooting, I guess, will come down and see what happens in the end. Now, the internet scores have updated. We better update some of the individual scorers because... Yeah, Sam Richards with 28 for Perth. Uh, Carly Boyanich with 13 for the AIS. Mianuli with 19. Mariana Tolo with 16. Francis with 11. Dean Kinsman, leaving most of his star players out on the court, particularly Tolo, Francis Hunt and Newley. Nikita Martin out there also. Samuels rips down the rebound for the Perth Lynx. They have possession and a one-point lead, 74-73, just over two minutes remaining. Who will win this round 16? Double header at the AOS Arena. Clever bounce pass from Samuels oh. to Richards as she drives down the right-hand lane, called for the travel by referee Damien Nemeth. Yeah, I think there was more uh, self-preservation thing there. I think she found, a, found herself in the middle of a whole bunch of sets of feet and a little skip to get out of trouble. But, uh, yeah, still out there. Two minutes remaining in this game. Who will win it? That is the great question. The AIS trying to win three games on the trot for the first time in five years. The Perth Lynx trying to win just their fourth game of the season. They love desperation out there from both teams. This would be one against the odds for the Perth Lynx. Without Carly Wilson and a couple of other key players too. Hunt receives the inbound pass from coming. Pressure basketball here in Canberra. The nation's capital, Australia Day. Tolo receives down low in the post now from Francis and travels as she yes, made her way to the basket. Joe McKay pretty happy with that call too on that occasion. Made sure referee Mark Corwell <laughs> saw it too, didn't he? <laughs> Boyanich with a big smile on her face as she passes it in to Kelly. Kelly now walks it into the front court for the Lynx. A minute 40 remaining, one point the lead to the visitors against the AIS. Using up the score clock, passes at the top of the key to Samuels. Works her way inside the paint now, four seconds left. Richards, clever pass Great to Samuels under the basket. Oh, no. Should have made it off the glass, missed the easy Heartbreaker. shot. Fantastic oh. pass from Richards. Great vision. Samuels just couldn't convert. Here's Hunt with the basketball. Passes to Toll at the top of the perimeter. She gets it on the right hand, 45 to Francis. To Cumming sets the screen now. Francis does for Cumming. Cumming passes to Francis. Cumming thinks about the three-point attempt. Richards flicks it away from Tap behind. Free, Turnover. Yeah. Relay down the court now. Kelly thinks about going all the way, but pulls it up, takes her time, 53 seconds remaining, one point lead to the Perth Lynx, Richards now with the ball, anyone's game, Simon, but the Lynx possession and a one point lead. Yeah, Sam Richards pulls it right out, makes sure that they get the shot that they want on this occasion. She goes inside, the key, oh, no foul wow. called, she loses possession of it, coming, maybe a bit fortunate there, Sam Richards thought there was a foul in there. Yeah, well, someone's fouled. <laughs> But he's just spilling all over the place like that. Someone's made a foul. Drew Meads deciding not to call a foul on either player there. 30 seconds remaining. Tolo down the right-hand oh. lane. Can't make the bucket. Boyanich rips down the rebound. And there's 24 seconds remaining. They can pretty much run the clock down here, the Perth Lynx. It's about a second and a half differential between the shot clock and the full-time clock. So they'll be looking to milk it. Cummings draw. Cummings fouls. And now there's a fresh 24 or they'll be able to run the clock down the Perth Lynx. 14 seconds remaining in the game. They just have to run the clock down. Perth will, uh, they'll foul immediately. As soon as they, they're not going to let Perth just run down the clock and, and get a look with it while they're up by one. So expect on whatever play it is that uh, Perth end up running. I wouldn't imagine Sam Richards would be part of the, the uh, 
she would be inbounding the ball. She would be looking to receive the, the receiver. ball. Receiver. They'd be looking to get it into her hands. She's probably the safest shooter out on the floor there for Perth. Uh, look for the AIS to foul immediately. Put Richards on the line. Either way, you know, she hits one, two, doesn't matter. Uh, they need possession. They get possession, exactly. Um, they'll get possession with, uh, I think there's 14 seconds left on the clock. At the there clock is, yes. Comes off in these timeout periods, so we're not exactly sure. But uh, 14, that's correct. Foul immediately, gives yourself 12, 13 seconds to, uh, to come down. Certainly, you know, a three-point play is not a big ask for this AIS team. They're such a good outside shooting team. They feel very confident in being able to, to run something and, and hit a three-point shot. See, pretty much all of their better outside shooters are out there. Hunt, Newley, uh, Nikita Martin. They, they're the strongest of all their three-point shooters. So We just don't want to see a Kristen Veal pass from last season between the Sydney and Townsville on this inbound pass. Oh, we almost saw one. Armstrong to Samuel. Samuel's fouled. It was almost a turnover there against Perth. It was hard in the mouth, stuff, but Samuels will go to the line at the bonus because the AIS have committed five fouls. Yeah, certainly if I was coaching, I'd be wanting the ball in Sam Richards' hands and and having her on the line. Samuels, a 61% free throw shooter this Mm. season in the WNBL. Her team leads by one. They need to make at least one here, the Perth Lynx, and probably both. Makes the first, nothing but nets. A two-point lead, 75-73. There's still 11 seconds remaining, though. Still plenty of time for a score. Samuels makes both free throws. (laughs) There you go. Hunt now brings the ball up the court. They need a three to tie the game up here. Send it into overtime like they did last week. Here's Newley. She can hit these. This time she misses everything. Francis can't keep it in court. One second remaining. Pretty rough shot. Yeah, just almost a second thought. I thought Newley looked like she might have even thought about driving. But, uh, wow, yeah, that's, that's a heartbreaker. Now. With one second remaining, yep. Coach Joe McKay has called a team timeout. He He's got an inbound pass. He's going to run a play here, ensure that they get possession. You so. wouldn't. There'd be no consideration to throw it wildly down the other end of the court. No. A second to go. You just hang onto the ball. Let them foul. You go to the line. You're already up by three. You've only got to make one of those. I mean, even if they don't, even if you miss both free throws, the AIS then has the ball from the from the baseline. Or at best, the halfway line, they have to turn around something in, in you know, half a second. It's not going to happen. You so just want to make more than anything. You want to make sure that this inbound pass here is just wrapped up. That, you know, that there's no chance for the AOS to pick off the ball. 76-73, the Perth links. Be interesting to see what they do. They're probably going to spread out, spread long. Send a couple of players into the front court. Oh, it's from the halfway line, so... Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, So definitely. that makes it a bit more interesting. Armstrong will have the inbound pass. Halfway, far side of the court. Look to get it to Richards. Down the back court. Richards game over. runs it down to the defensive end. Jamie Stoke. He's <laughs> turned around very excited there. And the why wouldn't he be either? I mean, they've had a terrific win here without some of their star players against the odds after a disappointing loss last night. That is a terrific win for the Perth Lynx. 76 points to 73 in Canberra here on Australia Day. And they'd be pretty happy with that performance. Michelle Hocking is going to be heading down courtside and chatting to hopefully the victorious coach, Joe McKay, very shortly. But the Perth Lynx girls are very happy out there. 
Well, Coach, you must be feeling pretty good after that one. Uh, great win. Uh, makes a team a team. And I think, you know, we gutched it out. They got ahead. The girls fought really hard. Um, I can't be higher in my praise of this particular group that's here in Canberra today right now. Fantastic job. It was a great outcome. And really, you know, when you lost Casey Lave in the third quarter and she'd been doing a great job for you guys, that could have been something that played on the girls' mind, but they just stuck at it and persevered, didn't they? Um, I reminded them with Casey that we can lose our focus and get too concerned with that one. What would be the one thing that Casey would want us to do? To work our butts off, work really hard, play really smart and get a win on the board. And it was there all the time. It's a game that we didn't give very much. They threw a bit of a challenge at us. We didn't back down, stayed there. We got back out on top. And I'm biased, but I thought it was a thoroughly deserved win. I thought we made the running of the game. Absolutely. You dictated the way that the game was going to play for the entire 40 minutes, basically. And Sammy Richards really led that group exceptionally well. But the rest of the girls just contributed in every way, defensively and offensively. They were taking their shots and making some tonight, which helped. Uh, they were, and we were getting good looks. Um, we also had making the extra pass and getting the ball underneath. Uh, their bigs hurt us, uh, admittedly, but again, it was just a courageous effort by all. Sam played an outstanding game, uh, but every, you know, we wouldn't have won if it was just about Sam. It's about everybody in the team, so, and I think Sam would be the first to say that. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, and go and enjoy the win. Uh, we'll certainly do that tonight. Thank you. I've just got Sammy Richards here right now. Hey, Sammy, you must be feeling really good about now. Uh, I, it's like I've won a championship almost. It feels great. We, it's been so long coming for us and we've been working so hard and so it's sort of more of a deserved effort than anything. And I mean, it got so close to the end, I was just <laughs> praying because, I mean, you, you forget that feeling of how to win. So, I mean, to come back and, and beat them, that quality side. So we are wraps. Yeah, we're pumped. That's great. And everyone on the floor gave something tonight, didn't they? Great contributions all around. You personally, though, had a fantastic game and not just by putting points on the scoreboard, but just your leadership and organisation on the floor. Thanks. Uh, well, I, you know, I find it uh, pretty, a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, perform each game and whether I can do that by scoring or defence or leadership, you know, I'm just happy to contribute and, and get a win. But I think that the focus here was it was a great team effort. Everyone contributed and that's what we need from this group. We're not going to win games unless everyone contributes. So, you know, everyone will be uh, very happy tonight. And I know you lost Casey late in the third quarter and really that could have been a point where, you know, you dropped your bundle because she was doing a really good job for you but you stayed focused as a group and just continued to persevere. She is tough as nails. Uh, we love having her on the court. So when she went down, pretty seriously too, it looks like she dislocated and broke her, her finger. So uh, we sort of set in a timeout, you know, we've got to do it for Casey and we can't just let this change the game for us. We have to go out and put more pressure on them and and go back to Casey eventually and say, you know, give her a beer and say, you know, we won. Thanks for contributing. So. Thanks for your time and enjoy this win. Thank you very much. I will.